Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Power Man Podcast. My name is Rory Paquette, and I am, as always, your very humble host. Thank you so very much for joining us today. You folks all know I appreciate your time incredibly. And uh, this is episode 102. So uh, we are uh, we're moving forward. We're moving fast. Things are going really, really well. And uh, we have a, uh, a lot of interviews coming up. I want to apologize to everybody right off the bat because our technical difficulties are still going on. And so this is just a podcast today. Uh, we don't have uh, our, our visual component. So this won't be on YouTube or Rumble. Uh, because we're having some issues with Zoom. Uh, Zoom did send me a, uh, a new workaround to try to fix the problem about an hour ago, and I haven't had a chance to dig into it yet, but hopefully they, uh, the problem will be fixed soon, and we'll be back up. Then you folks can you know see the shirts that I'm wearing and stuff like that. I am actually wearing one of the original Backbone Swag um, you know shirts today, uh, one of the first issues. I think it might actually be the first T-shirt that they ever put out. Uh, very proud of that. Love the shirt. Love it a ton. Today's episode, um, well, it it's sort of already been done, uh, even though it hasn't. So it's a little bit, a little bit strange today. Um, I was doing a uh, 12-part series called Power of Man, Search for Faith. And I was doing that on Instagram Live. And we got through uh, four parts. Um, and it was, uh, I thought it was going well. We had a lot of people joining us on live and we had people, uh, you know, checking things out afterwards. We were getting a lot of comments and, um, well, when you're quoting scripture and you are talking about God in a, uh, <laughs> a um, I don't know, an easygoing, uh, easily acceptable manner to, uh, to men, you know, all over the world and you, uh, I, I don't know. And you're the, the name of your podcast and of your channel is, you know, power of man. Well, apparently the overlords don't like that very much. So the episode where I talked about David Goliath actually got taken down <laughs> and I'm still a little flabbergasted by it. Um, it was taken down and, uh, there was a bunch of reasons given to me by Instagram, which I'm not going to glorify by giving to you, but uh, apparently they, they just didn't like the text that was being read and um, thought that I was trying to create some disturbance. So I guess we'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, really sad that <laughs> that's the case. <clears throat> but what I decided I wanted to do was do that episode um, in a little bit of a different way to get the message out. Because unless folks saw it live on Instagram, they never got to see it. It was taken down pretty much as soon as I hit save and post. I think it was posted for about a minute <laughs> and then it was gone. So um, we're going we're gonna to do that episode today here. And obviously I'm going to change some things because it's not, you know, quite that same genre. Um, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and read word from word for the Bible, but there is a point that I want to make about the story. So I hope you'll uh, indulge me and I hope you guys get something out of it. And before we do that, we're going to pause just for a moment. You know, it's coming. That's right. For a sip of our preferred beverage. Here we go. 
<clears throat> oh man, that is good stuff. We're drinking it iced today. But it is, as always, Freedom Hill Coffee. They can be found at Freedom Hill Coffee, all one word on Instagram. Uh, deep, dark, rich, bold, beautiful, absolutely fantastic, just like my wife. And the uh, uh, the guys over there do really good work. They uh, do it for a really good reason. And they, uh, they help support veterans. And that's one of the reasons why I support them. So take a look, look them up. And, uh, you know, hey, as always, um, you know, take care of the people who take care of you. So um, give them a look and let me know what you think. You know, if you get to try their coffee, uh, send me a message and say, hey, man, you know, this is the best stuff I've ever had. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, moving along, most of you, whether you are, um, you know, part of, you know, a particular uh, religion or a parish or, you know, even if you're agnostic, I mean, most of you out there have at least heard the story of David and Goliath. You know, little guy versus the big guy. Little guy with a slingshot, big guy with armor and a spear and the whole bit, right? So I chose this story because just about everybody's heard of it. I mean, most of the stories that we've heard, most of the movies that we've watched, most of the books that we've read in some way, shape, or form are based on the idea of, you know, the underdog. Somehow, you know, believing in himself or a higher power and, you know, overcoming the insurmountable odds. <clears throat> and, and this story is no different. This is one of the very first stories ever that are like that. Everybody knows what David did. What I want to talk about today is what David did not do. And I think it's something that as men, as fathers, as husbands, that we need to, we need to keep in mind in our daily lives. Uh, as the story gets set up through the Bible, um, you know, David is told, uh, you know, first he's, he's told, look, you, you can't go out there. Um, Goliath comes out and he issues a challenge and says, Hey, look, there's no reason for all these people to die. I'm the best warrior here. Send out your best. And if he beats me, then, then you win. And if I beat him, then we win. What do you say? And, you know, Goliath is bigger than everybody else. He's gigantic. You know, he's the biggest, strongest, most powerful. He's got the best armor, most powerful weapons. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the good guys, so to speak, are, are going, okay, we have nobody that can match this guy. What are we going to do? And they're literally looking around and panicking and saying, you know, we, 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 can't, we can't win this. What are we going to do? And this, you know, little guy who's been out tending sheep decides, you know, hey, you know what? I, I believe in God. So much. I, I believe that I'm being called to do this. I will go and I will not only face this Goliath, but I will beat him. And, you know, he, he talks to, uh, talks to his brothers. He talks to the other guys and they're like, dude, I, come on, man, you're, you're tiny. You know, you haven't worked out in forever. You know, you don't, uh, you don't have any particular skill, you know, you're dreaming. What are you thinking about, man? Just stay in your lane and go home. Let the big boys take care of this. David says, look, I don't care what you say, but you know what? I'm, I'm going for it. Goes up to the commander of the army, you know, the king. And he says, hey, I'm the guy. I want to go. <laughs> king looks at him and goes, you're a shepherd, man. <laughs> well, what are you thinking about? 
And he, you know, David tries to make the case. He tries to rationalize. He tries to, to prove that he's, he's worth his metal. You know, hey, you know, I've, I've fought off lions. I've fought off bears. I've fought off, you know, uh, wolves, you know, to protect this flock. I know what I'm doing. And God has told me that I can do this. The king's like, son, go stay in your lane. <laughs> We're going to figure this out. Leave this to the men, okay? So after, after all that, and after being told he can't and being doubted and everything else, he says, you know what? I'm going. And he runs out of the field. Now I'm paraphrasing a lot, <laughs> okay? But this is, this is the basic story of what he's done, right? Again, what we all know. He goes out there and then his opponent, Goliath, looks at him and laughs. And he's like, seriously, this is the best you've got? What, what are you joking? <laughs> and Goliath goes, look, I don't even want to do this. This, <laughs> this is, this is awful. And, uh, but if this is your best, then let's get, let's get this going. And he prepares to, you know, kill him, to wipe him out. David puts a, a rock in a sling. Swings it around, fires. Game over. Glass done. And like I said, there's a ton more to the story, but those are the basic bones. What's incredibly important in this story for us, for fathers and husbands to remember, isn't what David did, because that's a great underdog story. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. But it's to look at what he didn't do. And this was the point that I was trying to make on Instagram, which apparently the, you know, social media overlords did not care for. What did David not do, you ask? Because I can tell you're just, you're, you're just waiting on the edge of your seat going, okay, come on, tell me, what, what didn't he do, man? Well, there's several things that he didn't do. And he didn't do things that we do to ourselves every single day. David had a seemingly insurmountable obstacle in front of him, like we all do every day. And the first thing that he did not do was he didn't talk himself out of it with his own negative self-talk. How easy would it have been for David to go, you know, look, I know God's telling me I need to do this. I know that I'm being called to take this on. But hey, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm too small. <laughs> I don't have weapons. I, I don't have training. I mean, he could have very easily looked at, at God right in the face and said, you know, Lord, I, I have no business being here on this battlefield. I, I'm, I don't have any value here. He didn't do that. He had an obstacle to overcome. He felt called to overcome it. He believed. And he did it. Most of us would have wiped ourselves out within the first few minutes and talked ourselves out of even trying. That's the first thing that David did not do. The second thing that David did not do was he did not 
listen at all. He did not give any value at all to the opinions of others. His brothers laughed at him. I mean, Saul himself said, you're too young. You're a shepherd. Stay in your lane. His enemy, the Philistines, I mean, they, they, they mocked him. When he came out on the battlefield, Goliath laughed at him. When he saw him facing off. Everyone told him, you cannot win. So like I said, the first thing that he did was he didn't listen to his own negative self-talk telling him he couldn't win. The second thing was he didn't listen to everybody else telling him you must be crazy. This will never work. You cannot win. He knew deep in his heart that he could win. He knew he was being called to overcome this obstacle. He believed. And he did it. And those two first things, you know, number one, number two, those are great, right? There's one more thing that David did not do that frankly catapulted him into the history books. He did not hesitate. Most of us suffer from paralysis by analysis in some way, shape, or form. We overthink. We want to do test runs. We want to check things out, right? We want to check the market. We want to check, you know, our response. We want to, you know, weigh and measure the, uh, the effect of the brand. Look, when we believe in something, when we really believe in something, when we get past the negative self-talk and we let our ideas and our projects out into the open, and then we can get past the negative talk of others who are telling us we can't do it, we can't do it, we can't do it because they don't want us to rise up. Because they see us as a threat to them. When we get past those two first pieces, we still have to take messy action. We have to jump. We cannot hesitate. We can't overthink. We can't give in to doubt. If your faith is strong enough to get you past the first two, then you have to rely on it. You have to rely on that faith, on that belief. And you have to jump. And that's exactly what David did not do. He did not hesitate. Even when he was told, no, no, no. Oh, and by the way, no, go sit down. He ran out onto that battlefield. He seized the moment and tore off into that conflict. He put his belief, he put his, his self-worth, 
everything on his shoulders. He ran out into the fray. He didn't have some huge tactical plan. He said, I'm going out. I'm going to load up my sling. I'm going to take this guy out. That's what I'm going to do. Because he was called. Because he believed. He took action. And brothers, in a nutshell, let's be honest. That's one of the places where we, where we all fade. Lots of us can come up with concepts, come up with ideas. Lots of us can put together business plans. We can get budgets together, right? We can get a brand. We can do all the behind the scenes work. But if those first two points our own negative self-talk and the negative self-talk from everybody else. If those two points don't wipe us out, we are very, very good at, you know, cleaning our plates and taking out our own legs by hesitating, by waiting. You get through all that stuff and you get down to the point where it's time to pull the trigger and we go, oh, let's just think about this for a minute. We do it to ourselves. And so that's why I look at this and I go, what did David not do? And in the end, he didn't hesitate. He didn't doubt. What if we were all just a little bit More like David. I think you guys get the point. I think you understand exactly what I'm saying to you here. This is one of the oldest stories in the world. And you can Gary V this thing into next week and find all these points that he's always talking about. Shut down your negative self-talk. Ignore the opinions of others. Take action. Just about every video that guy's ever put out says one of those three things in it someplace. And the reason I'm talking about it now is because it's, it's right. He's right. It's amazing to me, though, that it's not a new concept. I mean, this book that I'm reading from right now, you know, the Bible, is not exactly a new release. That's one of the things that I find so fascinating about it is that it's all the same stuff we're dealing with today from thousands of years ago. So I want to end this with, with one question to all of you guys. We've talked about some of these things before. What would it be like? What would it really look like? What would it sound like? What would it feel like inside of you every single day? What would it be like 
to believe in yourself? What would it be like to believe in something? To believe in a cause? What would it be like to believe in in your mission? Providing for your family, protecting them. What would it be like to believe in something that much? Ask yourself, what in your life right now do you believe in so fiercely that you would do what David did. What do you believe in so strongly, so ferociously that you could stop doing what David stopped doing? How would that feel? How would that look? And let me ask you, can you remember ever believing in something that much? See, guys, I think you have. I think all of us have had that kind of belief, had that kind of motivation, had that kind of resolve. I think we have at some point in our lives. But I think those things get washed under so badly by the flood of just negativity and nonsense and garbage that we all, as fathers and husbands, have to sift through every single day. I hear you guys in your comments. I see you all on social media. I I know the battles you guys are facing on a regular day. I'm right there with you. Look to your left, man. I'm right there in the muck, right alongside of you. We get so consumed with that that we lose sight of how deeply we love something, how deeply we believe in something, how ferociously we want to protect or provide. So the purpose of the story today and for, you know, these questions at the end is look at your life and really ask yourself, what do I believe in that would make me rush across the field to face my Goliath. What do I have in my life that I want to protect so much that I would not listen to my own doubts, I would not listen to anybody else's doubts, 
and I would not hesitate. And I would run into the field and I would confront whatever evil was facing me. What do I believe in? What do I love that much? I think if you spend a few minutes, you'll find it. And the last part of this, guys, is when you do find it, write that down. Put that on your mirror so that you look at it every day. Write it down and stick it in your wallet so that every time you go in there, you look at that note. Write that thing down and put it on your dashboard in your car so that you see it every single minute that you're driving. Once you remember it, don't ever let yourself forget it again. Because, brothers, that, that thing, that thing that you believe in, that you love that much, that, that is your why. That is your heart. That is your soul. And that is where your power lies. That's the gateway to you tapping your power and becoming the man that you were meant to be. Think about it. Recognize it. Find it. Hold on to it and never let it go. Because you're worth it. And you just have to believe it. Until next time.